Welcome back to the show, everyone. It's Dina Calmetti here and Susan Davis with Jesus 24-7. And before we jump into the broadcast, I just want to send out a huge thank you to all of those that have prayed for me this week due to me being in the hospital. I just wanted to say thank you guys so much and your prayers were answered. I feel great. So glory be to God. And with that said, let's start the broadcast. So today, Susan is going to go over some headlines for our End Times News Report Week in Review. Isn't that right, Susan? That's right, Dina. And yes, indeed, we are happy to have you back. And thanks, everybody, for praying for this broadcast in general, right? Absolutely, yeah. We need your prayers, you guys, especially in this season, in this very dark season that we're in. That's definitely for sure. Well, Dina, we're back once again doing what we do, and that is to look at headlines from around the world that line up with Bible prophecy. And boy, do we see the headlines, but you're not going to get this on your mainstream media because they're not interested in Bible prophecy. But here we take a serious look at how what's going on in the world is lining up with the Bible and the end times as we see in Revelation, Ezekiel, and Daniel, and other books of the Bible. But... Anyway, back to what I was saying, all you have to do actually is tune in with us for an hour every week and we will show you what's going on in the world. And so we'll get you caught up on what is happening and how close we obviously are moving into the Lord's return. And so let's get started because if we don't, we won't be able to get all these headlines in. We've got a lot to talk about. That's right. That's right. And so where are we going to start today? Well, let's take a look. There was a strong mega 6.4 earthquake that hit South Hermetic Islands. And so that has happened this past week. These are headlines from the past week. So we're just seeing all the different things going on all over the world. Putin's military aircraft buzzed the U.S. airspace twice in a week intercepted by F-22 Raptors of the U.S. So Russia's busy kind of giving the United States some trouble. What do you think, Dina? He's always causing trouble. It's a back and forth. You know, we're sending military equipment to Ukraine. Russia's saying that we're in a proxy war. So we've got NATO in his backyard. So of course, he's going to come into our backyard, which is Alaska. I think it's interesting because, you know, everybody kind of thinks that Russia's going to phase itself out, but uh, they should pick up a Bible because Russia never goes away. It's here right till the end of uh, the tribulation. That's right. So Russia is, you know, definitely on the scene and will be continuously. All right. Well, let's take a look at this headline. Dozens of people in China infected with a newly identified Langya virus carried by shrews another virus out there and here's a little side note my chinese translator said the word langya which is what the virus is named for in chinese means wolf fang isn't that creepy that is very creepy almost biblical in a way you know <laughs> yeah all right rhine river at kalb drops below transit levels in Germany. Okay, that is really something. So they've got major drought there, and the Rhine River, people are no longer able to to travel down this area because it's so dry. So that's pretty, pretty 
telling. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. Now we have a headline that's very upsetting. A 22-week-old premature baby dies after a hospital refuses to treat her. And if that isn't upsetting, I'm not sure what is. That's so weird. Right. Like, I wonder what the reason was why they wouldn't treat her. You know, I hope it didn't have anything to do with, like, insurance or something. Well, I don't know, but the mother you know, was reaching out for help and they just allowed this little baby to die. It's it's just, very, I mean, we're just in the time where life has no value to people. It's, we're clearly in the end times. It's, you know, it's headlines like this that are so like pointing to yeah. the Bible coming to pass where men's hearts are waxing cold. And uh, this is one sign, so many other, this is interesting Canadian government looking to implement digital ID program despite concerns of privacy experts. So according to the government, digital identity is the electronic equivalent of a recognized proof of identity document, for example, a driver's license or passport, and confirms that you are who you are in a digital context. So we know where that's all headed, right? That's right. It's right on track for the Mark of the Beast technology system. Well, if you were with us last week, we were looking at different things such as newborns, uh, blood being information being sold to the government for future use in criminal background checks. We also talked about people who do DNA research for genealogies and that data being sold to China for who knows what purpose, right? That's right. And nefarious, no doubt, right? Yeah. (laughs) Because why else? I mean, oh, yeah, we just want to, like, send birthday cards to everybody. (laughs) (laughs) But here's another thing that we picked up on was, you know, they had the Roomba, which was the vacuum cleaner that goes around the room that Amazon and others were buying up the maps that people were available online of their homes. So they have all that data about, you know, what's going on inside your home exactly. Talk about an invasion of privacy. Right, exactly, exactly. So here's another one that falls into the same category. It's beyond chilling. Homeland Security seeks to share biometric data banks with foreign countries. Okay, the ramifications of a government, any government, having this much unregulated, unaccountable power to target, track, round up, and detain its citizens is beyond chilling. John Whitehead, attorney and author, told the publication. So, wow and wow. I mean, either they want to sell our data for, you know, governmental tracking purposes or for, you know, commercial purposes. I mean... It's almost like you're not your own anymore, right? Yeah. These are all signs that the Lord's return is closing in. So economic experts have issued stark warnings that the creation of a U.S. Federal Reserve-backed digital currency, which could replace the dollar, would usher in an era of total government control and surveillance. So we see that communism... In its purest form, economists warn of impending digital dollar to replace cash. And so that's really coming fast. Economic experts say that this is, you know, the time of, 
you know, all digital currency is not that great. I mean, they're literally going to know everybody's comings and goings and have total control at that juncture. And they're moving really fast with a head of steam towards this end. This is definitely a sign that the Christians should get their houses in order. Right, Dina? Absolutely. These are sure telltale signs that he is at the door amongst all the other signs that we have been talking about weekly. You know, it's, Uh I don't know what else there is more to happen for people to open their eyes to his coming and to be ready and to get right with him. Because let me tell you something, life is short. I just experienced that this week. And uh-huh. we're on borrowed time. Okay. God has to say whether he breathes for us, you guys. Uh-huh. He puts his uh-huh. breath into our lungs so that we can live and, and exist. Uh-huh. And, uh-huh. you know, um, yes, he's coming, but uh, your rapture could be coming much sooner. Right. If you know what I'm saying. So, like, you know, life is exactly, short. Exactly. Exactly. So we continue forward. And I. <laughs> Here is something I want to point out that you're going to notice as we go on throughout this report. There are, Dina, floods and drought running simultaneously head to head throughout the world. And so, you know, get a little piece of paper, draw a little line between them and you can do your (laughs) little, you can do a little notch, you know, one for the floods, one for the drought. Okay. (laughs) in competition so this is god this is god and he is really pulling out all the stops to try to wake the people up and this is one way he's doing it he's flooding certain parts of the planet and he's giving droughts to other parts of the planet and that is called tribulation that's called judgment and we're in the birth pains we're not in the you know full-blown tribulation but it's definitely judgment and punishment right dina absolutely yes Okay, so with that said, seven lives lost after severe flash floods hit Hangzhou, China. So, boy, China, once again, is on the map for a lot of, you know, historic flooding and droughts all at once, which is no surprise since they possess such a large land mass, right? Mm -hmm. Thousands of homes destroyed. 50 people killed after torrential rains hit Nigeria. Did you know Nigeria was suffering in such a way? I did not hear that, no. Right. Well, it just is like, you know, under the radar. They're not telling this stuff on your mainstream news. Anyway, there is a lot going on. We're going to continue to talk about these as we go on. Torrential downpours lead to flooding along Colorado's front range. But even so, they've got drought in other parts of Colorado, which we're going to address shortly. Now, here's something interesting. Off topic, U.S., Japan, South Korea conduct drills to defend against missiles. So those groups are uniting and doing drills together. The U.S. and its two top Asian allies announced they had conducted a joint missile defense exercise off Hawaii, raising the profile of exercises that show their willingness to work together in the face of threats posed by North Korea and China. And so, Dina, you know this better than anybody, but North Korea, China, and Russia are all kind of holding hands together now. 
And Iran. And Iran and Turkey, I think we could throw that in there. They all get together and, you know, are, are singing happy songs and, you know, <laughs> and you're uniting. And so uh, we're really looking down the barrel of, you know, World War Three. I guess you could call it. I but found a very interesting article, not to cut you off, Susan, but um, oh, okay. I'll have to find it and put it up here. But it was from a Chinese expert that said that Biden is not preparing the United States as a nation for war with China that is coming. I thought that yeah. was very wow. interesting. And because, you know, China's people, China every year, every six months, I should say, is always saying, we're going to war, you know, prepare for yeah. war. But you don't hear that in the United States. You know, they're right. worried about too many other things, you know, too much wokeness. Right. You know, he's not warning the, the people, the United States, that, hey, listen, we could very well fall into a war with China. China right. To China, right. it's inevitable. Mm-hmm. So I just well, thought that was interesting. I mean, honestly, Dina, they're worried about our former first lady's closet. I think that's, <laughs> I think that's I where their minds are. Oh, like that's just... Well, that's a that's just a whole different topic for a whole different okay, video. Okay, but we won't go there. No, promise, not today. No, 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 no. Thousands evacuate as wildfires rage in Valencia, and also critically low water levels on Lake Garda. So we've got stuff going on all over the place here. Another earthquake hit southeast of the Loyalty Islands in New Caledonia. And several people hurt in a Missouri house explosion, which is very interesting because last week we talked about a major explosion in Evansville, Indiana. And this is exactly what happened in this Missouri explosion. Same look, just the thing just completely blown up with almost nothing left. How odd that these houses are just exploding. Yeah, right. And they weren't even sure that they were gas explosions, which is usually the typical for that. But really, it's very odd. Now, here's a headline worth mentioning. Nuclear war between two nations could spark global famine. So it says even a small conflict in which two nations unleash nuclear weapons on each other could lead to worldwide famine. New research suggests Soot from burning cities would encircle the planet and cool it by reflecting sunlight back into space. This, in turn, would cause global crop failures that, in a worst-case scenario, could put 5 billion people on the brink of death. A large percent of the people will be starving, says Lily Zia, a climate scientist at Rutgers University in New Brunswick, New Jersey, who led the work. It's really bad. The research published on August 15th in Nature Food is the latest in a decades-long thought experiment about the global consequences of nuclear war. It seems especially relevant today as Russia's war against Ukraine has disrupted global food supplies, underscoring the far-reaching impacts of a regional conflict. As geopolitical tensions rise in nuclear armed states, scientists are modeling the global impact of nuclear war. You know, I just have this to say. Uh, It's going to happen. The Bible talks about nuclear war. It's in there, and it will happen, but it is a tribulation event. So that's even more motive for people to get ready for the Lord's coming for his church, the bride, in the rapture. And so that's why you want to be ready for him to 
to take you out of this because uh, the Bible does, in fact, talk about a nuclear event. The description it gives is very detailed, could only be a nuclear event. Right, Dina? That's right. Right. And I think it talks about their eyes dissolving in their sockets, something to that Yeah, effect. their tongues melting. I'll try and find the scripture yeah. and put it on the screen. Anyway, we don't want to be here for that. No way. But along that same vein, India, Pakistan, nuclear escalation. So India says it's no first use nuclear policy could change. And so the source examines what that means for the country's fraught relationship with Pakistan. You know, they've sort of been at each other's throats a long time now, Dina. And the idea that now India is saying that they are changing their mind about a no first use nuclear policy is looking kind of serious. That's looking grave. But again, we are in the end times. And so... They're following in China's footsteps because China was always a no first use and they just changed mm-hmm. that like within this last year. Right. So right. very interesting that these nations are now saying, hey, you know, um, we're rethinking our nuclear agreement and, you know, we're going to doesn't you know, we're not going to hold back. And that's the right. spooky part. That's the scary part that a nuclear right. weapon, you know, could go off at any moment, literally around the world. Right. And here we see Vladimir Putin and Kim Jong-un exchanging letters suggesting the pair form closer ties against hostile military forces. So two of the most evil men on the planet are coming together. Wow, no surprise there at all. And we can get out our little list and we can put a tick on the flood side. It says at least 31 killed as heavy rains set off flash floods in Afghanistan. So the Afghanistan people are struggling and flooding over there. And boy, the pictures we're getting of these floods around the world are unbelievable. They're just unbelievable. And we've talked about this before, Dina, the, you know, after the floods comes the mold and the aftermath. And boy, that's just as bad as the flooding itself. Wouldn't Mm -hmm. you agree? Absolutely. Yes. Well, I want to talk a little bit about something that's really playing God and off the charts. We've talked about that quite a bit, how, you know, scientists are really pushing the envelope. And now we have a nanobot helping a sperm with mobility issues along towards an egg. And these metal helixes are so small, they can completely wrap around the tail of a single sperm and assist it in its journey. I, you know, I'm sorry, but that is just, that's just creepy. And, you know, just plain God, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's just unnatural and it's, it's just wrong. It's, it's, uh, the Bible says that any good that's done outside of the will of the father is considered evil. And boy, is this ever evil. Okay. I'm just going to say that. Okay. Let's take a look at this next headline. Large geyser erupts in Hokkaido, uh, sending jets of water up to 130 feet high in Japan. And then also a monsoon storm hit Laramie at about 4 p.m. in some places dumping more than two inches of rain in less than two hours. And streets became ponds and curbside gutters turned into rolling rivers. And so we just continue to see these unbelievable events going on around the world. And during the peak's of the storm, hailstones large enough to hurt came hurling down. Venturing outside without a hard hat would have been ill-advised. That's what we're hearing. So we've been getting a lot of reports of hail 
recently. It's like apocalyptic events. Right. Reminding me of the Ten Plagues. Yes. In, yes. During Easter. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So much. Right. And this is interesting. What is Joe Biden up to lately? Well, he is pushing abortion drugs that have killed dozens of women and injured thousands. And Joe Biden announces massive new plan to kill more babies and abortions up to birth. That's what he's up to right now. And so, wow. Now, here is a story that I've got to share. And you just can't believe something like this could happen. But the headline says, Texas Child Protective Services worker is fired after telling a 14-year-old girl in foster care to enter sex work. So let me just read a little bit of this because it's just, you know, so hard to believe. But Mm -hmm. the unidentified Texas Department of Family and Protective Services employee was dismissed following her conversation with the girl who recorded the conversation while she was in foster care. The video was first aired by Fox News in Houston. The girl was being housed in a hotel before a foster family could be found for her. The video shows the girl asking the employee for food, then being encouraged by the employee to become a prostitute. The person in the video who was employed as Child Protective Services support staff was dismissed from her position this past August 10. Spokeswoman Marissa Gonzalez said in a statement, the safety and appropriateness with which children in care must be treated is our paramount concern. Nothing less will be tolerated. The girl in question is currently still in foster care. Gonzalez told NBC News on Monday, the fired employee had two business days to challenge the termination, and Michael Gadutis, an organizing coordinator for the Texas State's Employee Union. The worker chose not to file that rebuttal, according to Gonzalez, and Gadutis refused to comment on her behalf. The union representative, however, did broadly blame the state for warehousing kids in hotels which has been an unmitigated disaster on behalf of the agency. I mean, wow. Are we not really in the end times? I, this is just tragedy upon tragedy. Absolutely horrendous. Just right. hard to believe my ears when you were reading that. Oh, right. I mean, you know, it's just we're living in the times where the most vulnerable are, are you know, being... Uh, the most abused, and it's it's just disturbing. Okay, Paris hit by 80% of average August rainfall in just 90 minutes. Isn't that astounding? Apocalyptic, I'm telling you. Right. And so an unbelievable storm caused flooding in Paris. And we also saw 15 people and eight vehicles caught in a Colorado mudslide recently, and flash flooding water rescues go on in West Virginia. West Virginia has been having a lot of problems with flooding. And we want to talk about drought again. There are water wars in western U.S. are about to explode as tensions grow over lack of water, a deal for the 
shrinking Colorado River. And we have talked about this. If you are not up to speed on what's going on, please go back to our End Time News Report Special Edition as we go into detail on the droughts that are taking place in the western half of the United States. And they range everywhere from Utah, uh, from the Colorado River source, all the way down the Colorado into 28 different reservoirs and several rivers that wind up in Lake Powell in California that's in drought all the way down to Lake Mead near Las Vegas, heading right down into fruit farmers and farmers in Arizona and fruit farmers in California. And we're seeing drought in the Rio Grande in Texas and even Mexico. Northern Mexico's water crisis is spilling into Texas, drawing out the two binational reservoirs of the Rio Grande on which millions of people and a billion dollars in agriculture rely. One reservoir, Lake Falcon, is just 9% full. Nearby communities are scrambling to extend water intakes and install auxiliary pumps to capture its final dregs. The other reservoir, Amistad, is at less than one-third. And so it's reached its historic low, said Maria Elena Geiner, Commissioner of the International Boundary and Waters Commission, which manages the touchy business water sharing with Mexico on the Rio Grande. This is a historic moment in terms of what our agency is facing and challenges. In far south Texas, the two most populous counties issued disaster declarations last week while others struggle to keep up with the unfolding crisis. If big rains don't come, current supplies will run dry in March of 2023 for some 3 million people who live along both sides of the river in its middle and lower reaches. That's it. It's game over at this, that point, said Martin Castro, Watershed Science Director at the Rio Grande International Study Center in Laredo. And that's six months away. It's not looking good. And so, boy, are we ever like, wow, we're seeing it. It's huge. This is huge. It's There's no question. It's game over. We are praying for a hurricane. South Texas will run out of water by spring unless the drought breaks in Mexico. That is just unbelievable. But at the same time, in Sonora, Mexico, multiple fatalities and cars swept away as severe flooding hit Sonora. I mean, wow. I mean, the contrast is amazing. What do you think? Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Exactly. Exactly. Now, let's take a look. Uh, just so anybody doesn't hasn't heard about this one, Texas school bans the Bible. Keller ISD has pulled all versions of the Bible from school shelves in a recent purge to remove LGBTQ books and other controversial titles. So, boy, that is really troubling right there. Very surprising that a Texas school would be Mm -hmm. banning the Bible because they're pretty conservative in that part of the land. Right, right. Yeah, that's what, every time I mention this to someone, they're like, I thought Texas wasn't like that. And I'm like, well, you know, it is America. (laughs) True, So. American Samoa earthquake swarms spark fears of underwater volcanic eruption. 
American Samoa has flown in experts to monitor seismic activities in the territory after ongoing earthquake swarms prompted alarm over possible volcanic eruption. For weeks, earthquakes have rattled the Manoa Islands with residents reporting shaking and jolts of varying intensity since July 26. According to the U.S. Geological Survey, the earthquakes are most likely related to the Dow Volcano or the nearby underwater Valleylu Volcano. And so, you know, just more earthquakes in diverse places. That is the Bible coming to pass. And so we're going to keep going because we've got so much to cover. This is interesting. New Zealand has declared a state of emergency in Nelson as some residents have been told to evacuate their homes immediately after the Mai Tai River breached its banks. Another sign of flooding. Now, I want to talk about something new and different. We have uh, at least three water spouts to talk about this week. And so we'll be talking about that. But there was a stunning footage captured of a towering water spout off the coast of Destin, Florida. And boy, this thing was huge, Dina. Oh, I can imagine. Yes. And it uh, it was really a monster. So that is really fantastic. Oh, here's an interesting, you know, Mark of the Beast technology coming around. Amazon expands pay by palm. Amazon's palm reading payment technology will expand to dozens of Whole Foods locations across California. Shoppers will be able to pay for groceries by scanning the palm of their hand at checkout devices instead of using cash or card as this is more evidence of the emergence of a cashless society. The Verge reported that 65 Whole Foods stores in California would soon get the new payment technology. This is the most extensive rollout by the e-commerce giant since announcing the payment system in 2020. And uh, no surprise that California is on board. And I just want to mention Amazon owns Whole Foods, by the way, for anybody who didn't know about that. And yes, boy, more evidence uh, of what's coming down the pipe. Right. And fast, by the way. Very fast. And these things tend to fall like dominoes sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. When one group starts, then it just kind of falls into place for everybody else. This was extraordinarily upsetting. A <laughs> Wendy's employee charged with murder after a customer was fatally hit at a Prescott Valley restaurant in Arizona. This is unbelievable. Officials said a customer complained about his food order when when Kendrick, a Wendy's employee, came from behind the service counter and struck the customer in the head, causing the customer to fall to the floor and lose consciousness, according to officials. This customer was a 67-year-old Dewey resident, was airlifted to a valley hospital, was in critical condition, and then he succumbed to his injury. But the employee just, he sucker-punched him right in the face, I guess, and knocked him unconscious, and he didn't make it. So this was over a complaint about a food order. These people are crazy. They're demon-possessed. Right, right. Do you remember recently we reported on some very young teens attacking an older man and uh, killing him? I don't know if you recall the story. Yes. But we actually had another story come in that same thing. It was a group of teens 
I think between 15 and 20, I want to say, I'm not sure, but it was like two girls and three boys attacked their taxi driver. They were in a taxi. He had transported them. They were not going to pay the, the fee. And so he came out after them to pay the fee and they ganged up on him and, and murdered him and all five of them. And they were kicking him and punching him. Even the girls were participating. And so this took place in New York. I'm pretty sure, and was so close, similar to the other event that we reported on. It's just, wow, uh, this is clearly demonic activity. Hearts growing wax opinion. cold, and iniquity will increase, and that's what we're seeing. Right, and for anybody who doesn't know, we have, I'm um, going to change the subject here a little bit, we have a page on Facebook called End Times Mass Animal Deaths. And you can go over there and see what's going on there. We have been reporting on this topic for years, and it's not slowing down. And here's another headline. Hundreds of fish killed when South Carolina Lake was completely drained out. And so that left all the fish dead. And so you can check that out. Now, here is another headline. This was something new for me. People are committing suicide. And recently, there was an actress from a program called Empire who took part in a disturbing trend of suicide through sodium nitrate. And this is very disturbing because young people and people everywhere are killing themselves with something called sodium nitrate. And what it is, Dina, it's a small number of hobbyists use this chemical to cure meat at home versus, you know, just going out and doing, purchasing meat from the store. But it's not like a large number of people use this product. But now people are getting a hold of it and consuming it. And it is a means of really killing yourself. And so they're going to have to start taking this off of the market because it's leading to suicides in Ontario, Canada, sodium nitrate was blamed for the suicides of 23 people and in 2019 and in 2020. So um, Amazon is being sued by a mother who lost her 27-year-old son to sodium nitrate last year. And so, boy, that's just really disturbing, I think. Well, it's sad because people feel that there's no hope than to take this course. Right. And That's right. Jesus is their hope. If only they would right. cry out to him, cry out his name. You know, it's, right. it's, it's heartbreaking. It's just heartbreaking. So another important reason, you guys, is to, you know, tell people about Jesus. You know, as many people as you can in the supermarkets, at the gas stations, you know, in stores, everywhere you go, tell someone about Jesus. You know, and right. if you see someone, anyone, you know, um, you know, because we're busy and all of that, but what does it take to give them a compliment? Hey, you look pretty today. Oh, I uh -huh. like your shirt. Just uh -huh. to encourage them. That could be the one thing that can stop them from taking this type of event. Right. You just don't know. Right. Well, you heard me talk about the story where a worker with CPS was soliciting a 14-year-old child for prostitution check this out this is kids for cash judges in pennsylvania ordered to pay more than 200 million in fines two former pennsylvania judges who orchestrated a scheme to send children to for-profit jails in exchange for kickbacks 
were ordered to pay more than $200 million to hundreds of people. They victimized in one of the worst judicial scandals in U.S. history. U.S. District Judge Christopher Connor awarded $106 million in compensatory damages and $100 million in punitive damages to nearly 300 people in long-running civil suits against judges, writing the plaintiffs are the tragic human casualties of scandal-epic proportions. In what came to be known as the Kids for Cash scandal, Mark Varela and another judge, Michael Conahan, shut down a county-run juvenile detention center and accepted $2.8 million in illegal payments from the builder and co-owner of two for-profit lockups. Varela who presided over juvenile court, pushed a zero-tolerance policy that guaranteed large numbers of kids would be sent to Pennsylvania Child Care and its sister facility, Western PA Child Care. Sia Varela ordered children as long, I'm sorry, as young as eight to detention. Many of them first-time offenders deemed delinquent for petty theft, jaywalking, truancy, smoking on school grounds, and other minor infractions. The judge often ordered youths he had found delinquent to be immediately shackled, handcuffed, and taken away without giving them a chance to put up a defense or even say goodbye to their families. And so Sia Varela and Conahan abandoned their oath and breached the public trust. Connor wrote Tuesday in his explanation of the judgment, their cruel and despicable actions victimized a vulnerable population of young people many of whom were suffering from emotional issues and mental health concerns. The Pennsylvania Supreme Court threw out some 4,000 juvenile convictions involving more than 2,300 kids after the scheme was uncovered. Isn't that incredible? Certainly is, yes. I mean, wow. Just wow. I, I just, wow. How did the people even look at themselves in the mirror? when they do such evil. And these were judges, Dina. There's a lot of evil people well, out there. It doesn't matter what no uh, position surprise. they hold. They're evil. Just exactly. Exactly. Just because they have a position doesn't make them right with, with God or anyone. So we have to really be praying now. We've got to hunker down as Christians and get serious with God. Amen? Amen. Now, two large funnel clouds were spotted in tornado warns McLean County, and I'm sorry, but I don't know where that's at. I, Dina might be able to pull that one up and put up there. Oh, this was just insane. This woman was in the back of a patrol car. They said she was high on methamphetamines. She got out of her handcuffs, which were behind her, and she got an AR-15 <laughs> automatic weapon inside the yeah she actually got i don't mean to laugh but it's like how did she get out of her handcuffs i i don't know she was handcuffed she managed to get out of them she got a hold of a ar-15 automatic rifle and loaded it oh my goodness she put bullets in it and she put it out the corner because she was, you know, she was locked in the patrol car. Somehow she knocked out the window and she managed to get the rifle out the window and she actually shot someone. And I mean, the person survived, but I mean, how in the world did this woman, while under methamphetamines, did this is the only thing I can attribute it to is demon possession. I was just going to say that. Yeah. Okay, another score for drought. 
rivers and fields dry up amid drought in China. So China's got both flooding and drought going on. Let's move on down. Well, they've also got, this time, the culprit is not coronavirus, but an intense heat wave and drought across China's south around the Yangtze River Basin. Water levels behind dams are depleting, curbing electricity generation at hydropower plants just as air conditioning demand is spiking. So that's a big problem for them. They need their electricity more than ever, and they can't get it because everything's going dry on them that um, conducts their electricity. So that's really something. But they also have 18 fatalities and 36 missing after a flash flood hits Qinghai, China. And so, boy, we have really got a lot going on. And we mentioned the Colorado River cat catastrophe earlier. We actually have NASA pictures from the satellites have been monitoring the waterways in the West for years and documenting how the region is drying up. It's part of a trend lasting almost two decades, making it the worst drought in 1,200 years. And part of the severity of this mega drought has been worsened by climate change. Well, we know what the climate change is, and it is a world that refuses to acknowledge Jesus Christ. And that's what the true climate change is, okay? And so you heard it first here, right? <laughs> Okay, another flooding is going on in three killed in Corsica. Marcel flooded. Severe thunderstorms hit Corsica, leaving five people dead, at least 13 injured in France. So it wasn't three killed, it was actually five. So that's tragic. And so these floods are serious. I mean, people are losing their lives over them, and it's just, uh, wow, it's, it's judgment. And that's exactly what it is. And let's take a look at what our next headline is. And remember last week we talked about this man who was attacked by an alligator by swimming in the Florida lake? Yes. Well, this individual I'm going to mention obviously wasn't watching our program and heeding our advice. Do not swim in <laughs> Florida lakes. Okay, drone footage captures a horrifying moment. An alligator attacks a triathlon athlete in a Florida lake. Again, what are these people thinking? This, this triathlon athlete is out there practicing in a Florida lake, and I'm telling you, an alligator as big as the man was coming right for him while he's in the lake. And they're hungry now, alligators, too. I think that he survived but boy the footage is unbelievable it's just shocking it's just shocking and once again we're going to warn from this venue do not do not swim in florida lakes okay so like uh, i don't understand what's wrong with the swimming pool either. like I what's wrong with it. the swimming pool it's clean go right. in the swimming pool Right. And, you know, down in Florida, they're even close to the ocean. I mean, well, of course, now they've got shark. So I don't know if that's better advice, because uh, we literally just had two shark attacks in Myrtle Beach within miles of each other on the shore. So that just happened, by the way. Isn't this interesting? Severe thunderstorms drops large hail in Liguria in Italy, leaving two dead in Tuscany, Italy. And not to be outdone, over our past broadcast, we talk every week, we seem to have this going on, but a mother dies after she was struck by lightning in Florida. 
And so I'm not sure of the particulars of that, but once again, we have another lightning strike. So there's quite a lot going on with regard to that. Oh, for anybody who hasn't seen this, a drone video shows beach boats in drought hit Serbia. Did you know Serbia was in a drought right now? I can believe it. Nothing surprises me at this point. No, I think not. I'm even surprised now about so much of this. Torrential New Zealand rains and floods force evacuation of 200 homes. Wow, is that fantastic. It's just going on everywhere, Dina. And we also have a report that says Europe is facing its worst drought in 500 years. Okay, so is that incredible? These are apocalyptic headlines. Right. These are not normal headlines. Right. This is more than Pharaoh had to contend with. Okay. Here I am. Absolutely. Going on record. Now, New Zealand is having floods. Hundreds evacuate as atmospheric river brings deluge. A third straight day of rain has brought flooding, landslips, and road closure to both the North and South Islands of New Zealand. And I just want to add this for anybody who doesn't know this. Floods and landslides, they go hand in hand. You know, in some areas where there's a lot of, you know, mountainous areas, if you've got flooding, you're going to have landslides. They just go together. And so you want to see what's going on with this sort of thing. We've got two pages, and one is called End Times Floods, and these are on Facebook, and the other is called End Times Landslides. And you can go over there and just be amazed by the events around the world Go check it out. doesn't take any time. It's free. And, you know, just go over there and see what's going on. And you'll see the Bible is coming to pass. It's just as the days of Noah. And, you know, the Bible talks about the mountains coming down, falling down. And, boy, this is exactly what's going on, Dina. Yes, absolutely. We're in the end days. We are. We are. And I guess in closing, I I hesitate to talk about this, but... It looks like the World Economic Forum, now remember these people run by the likes of Klaus Schwab, okay, probably if you don't know who they are, you might want to check that out, look that up, but they are going on to explain how humans and pets can probably live off insect diets with mealworms, maggots, and grub worms floated as another delicacy alongside other insects, which are more carbon-friendly than traditional sources of protein. That means meat, okay? (laughs) And the World Economic Forum says it wants meat consumption to be an occasional treat only, to be eaten on special occasions. Meanwhile, Twitter users are weighing in on the bug snacks highlighted, claims insects contain a substance called chitin, and that's C-H-I-T-I-N, which cannot be properly digested by the human gut, but can possibly contribute to illness, including cancer. Now, I actually watched a scientist explain that the contents of these you know, crickets and other bugs, mealworms, that they're trying to promote in food can never be processed by the human body, and they can never be uh, fixed so that the body can produce it, no matter what they, how they manufactured this so-called, you know, bug diet for humans. Mm-hmm. But believe it or not, I mean, I people are starting to see a trend of bug product in food product, like cricket 
flour, for example, and we're seeing, you know, cricket cookies. And I mean, I've actually seen the packaging. You know, to be honest with you, no matter how they package this, uh, I ain't buying it, okay? (laughs) (laughs) And I was talking to someone earlier, and I just have to say this. I can remember a time when you would go to your pantry, and if you pulled out your flour and you saw a bug in it, you would you would freak out like right you know throw it all away well, now the whole flower is beta bugs right? <laughs> so oh wow i mean there is a package of cheddar cheese puffs and if you look closely at the ingredients it says cricket flour as one of the ingredients and i'm like are we going to have to start reading all the ingredients of everything i just so we have to make sure we're not getting you know bug juice (laughs) that is so disgusting you know not all of us can be john the baptist no no and so there you go i guess we're closing on that but (laughs) you know i'm asking everyone to go back and re re rewatch or watch or share our end times news special edition uh because it really was a special edition it talks about why we are really closing in on the return of the lord and it's a great tool for evangelism and reaching others to let them know just how really close this is all happening and maybe to wake a few people up and also uh put a shameless plug in for our revelation for beginner series which i'm so excited about because we study 22 chapters of revelation line by line it's exactly for anybody who's never read or wanted to read revelation before i think you'll even like when you get through it you won't be put off with revelation anymore and that was the goal for this project and so we definitely, if you study Revelation along with us on our series, then you'll uh, understand the headlines that we do every week and just that much more. Right, Dina? That's right. So yeah, tune in, you guys, to our series, also to these uh, End Times news reports. Leave your comments below the video. We'd love to hear from all of you. And um, you'll be able to find these in our playlists under End Times News Report Week in Review, also under Jesus 24-7. We also have it uploaded to our Rumble channels and also on podcast. You know, we'll have it available on Anchor, Google, Spotify, and Apple. And Susan, I want to thank you for coming on the show and bringing us these fascinating End Time headlines. And thank all of you for tuning in. But Susan, before we uh, close, is there anything else you would like to add? No, I just want to thank Dina, um, and so happy the Lord uh, is with you, and we're so happy that you're here with us this week, and uh, we just ask everybody else to tune in next week as we come back with more news from around the world. Amen. All right, everybody, have a wonderful day, and we will be talking to you soon. God bless.